0: Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks This isn't an ordinary show This is NASCAR Talk For fans, by
1: fans
0: Hey NASCAR fans Welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks With the fabulous two And that is myself and my partner On the other side And that's none other than my man, Front Row Kenny Kenny, how you doing my brother?
1: what's good good people what's going on
0: (laughs) yes man we we actually have one of probably the better races i i i think i've 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 seen in a while kenny at least as far as ending is concerned And, and i'm really excited about getting into some nascar talk real quick why don't you just tell us how was your weekend my brother
1: yeah, that's interesting you say that because like people were very like 50-50 before they that finish. That's the funniest thing of any NASCAR race, but I will talk about that a little <laughs> bit more that's later. That's actually really true. <laughs> finish will make a difference a lot of times. But yeah, the weekend was pretty chill. It was a very weird weather weekend. I don't know what it is about North Carolina in the spring. I just want spring to be sprung so we can play softball every Wednesday once again. That is all I want. But right now. Or at least this weekend. Well, even today, they were recording this on. It was cold. Like, it was pretty cold outside. And then this weekend, Saturday morning, it didn't snow completely on this side of um, North Carolina. But it flurried when I was out getting some breakfast. A shout-out to IHOP. I haven't had dinner forever, but it was pretty good. But, yeah, I couldn't believe it. And even back home in Maryland, it was snowing. think they got about like two or two to four inches or whatever my mom said so yeah it was a a pretty chill relaxed weekend again this thing is very weird for me because i don't have to work currently. (laughs) So it's like, it's like a different, it's like a very different pace. Like when I watch the race, you know, I'm chilling. Like I have nothing to worry about this time. Yeah. I think that pretty much rather sums up my weekend. How was yours? Mine was very
0: nice and relaxing. I went back to
1: just a reminder to all listeners that I'm
0: still out here in Porterville. I'll be out here for the next couple of months, but I, I drove back home only a couple of hours to see, see some friends of mine and, and what, and whatnot. But it was just really quick and I came back. And for the most part, to be honest with you, you know, I, I pretty much listened to the race all the, the whole way back. You know what I mean? And, you know, was j- just driving and I, and I put the race on a little bit and d- didn't catch too much of the, the very first round, but probably mid-second round on, you know, I pretty much listened to the whole, to, to the whole race on Sirius XM. And, you know, I don't know if, if this person gets enough credit, Kenny, but, I'm sitting there listening to The Race and can I just give a quick shout out to Alex Aiden who literally is probably that's my guy. <laughs> yeah, right? What I mean I don't Man, it's 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 crazy, Kenny. Like I'm listening and I'm thinking, man, this person calls this race
1: really, really good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure. I don't know if you know, but actually Alex Hayden was a real big reason. uh, One of the big reasons why I had my first job, him and Mike Bagley, who I don't think Mike was on the actual play by play this weekend. I know he did the um, pre-race, but yes, the folks, uh, the fine folks at MRN tell it a way different way than TV does because they have to paint the picture. So when you got to do that, you have to talk in a whole lot more detail and, you know, they're by far some of the best in the business for sure. And um, some great people as well. If you're at the ever at the track and you're able to actually hear the radio call, also, when you have a headset, you can actually hear them when they they are off the air. So you will hear the antics between them as they one is in the corner, the people there in the booth, and of course the other ones that are on pit road. Like it is a different experience. But I always tell people, give the radio a shot sometimes and listen to how that broadcast is told, and you'll see the difference. Like it's night and day, yeah, right? uh, between TV. But they also do it once a year. I don't know if they'll do it this year, but they'll. Um, Have a radio in quote style broadcast on TV, which is always a world of different. My homie Mike Bagley is usually on it. They'll place Dale Jr. and Jeff Burton in different locations and they'll tell the race from a different story. And Dale has even said it. He's like, man, that's like the most difficult thing in the world to do is like it's way different than calling it from the monitor, which I'm sure like calling radio is way different than when you have visual representation. Like I can have a basketball game, which ironically enough, it is March Madness. Right. I can have that game looking straight at me, right? I mean, I'm looking straight at that game with the monitor. You know, I don't have to tell as much of a story versus where that guy that's in the booth, that's in the arena, has to paint that picture, whether it's, you know, so and so with Jersey with the red and black jerseys as he jumps up and takes the windmill and slams it down home, you know, the crowd reaction, you talk about everything in between. It's just different. But yeah, I'm glad you got the experience that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I really did. And 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 uh, and and please forgive me, I don't know if you know, but who is the who's the lady that's that's also with them that that calls it. She does a fantastic job as well.
1: Yes, good old Kim Coon. She's great. She's What's great people name? as well. Kim Coon?
0: Oh my boy she she definitely needs a shout out as well i mean i you know they ha, they have a chemistry and and i don't know how long they they've been doing it together per se but they had they they definitely have this is like set my second time actually kind of listening well this is my first time listening to that much of it with them i think it was only my second time where i've i've caught a little bit of, of them together but boy they 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 all had a chemistry really going and and you were correct Listening to them call the, listening to them call the uh, race through the radio like that was definitely a lot when I, when I went back and watched the highlights and having the guys call it up in the booth. And it was almost night and day, Kenny, because they were, the, the guys in the booth, don't get me wrong, very colorful in their own right. But, but, you know, but the guys on the, in, in calling it on the radio were just way more into it. it. It was a lot more exciting. There was a lot more just energy behind their voice. You know what I'm saying? And it was just absolutely yeah. fantastic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a different world and they do a wonderful job. Like I said before, and I'm not surprised, but I always tell people, um, hey, listen, if you're ever watching a race and you never listen to it via, yeah. hey, look, sync it up with the TV and put the TV on mute and sync that up. And <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm so serious. Like, no, try it absolutely. out sometimes. I like, totally I, agree. I, like, when I work, obviously, when I work for them, like during the race weekends, originally, I would always have the TV, like, turned down. I have that broadcast up, turned up and watch the race at the same time. So, yeah, you know, it was it's cool. It's cool when I hear people say that, because I've told people the same thing on Clubhouse recently. I'm like, hey, man, listen. I know you're like, well, the radio, I'm like, no, 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 listen, just give it a shot. Sounds way different. The broadcast is painted in a different picture. It's just different. I mean, one person who was on TV that pretty much is the closest thing that I can know that emulated that for a long time was Ken Squire. Ken Squire like, was obviously one of the flagship um announcers for the Motor Racing Network when they first came around. But yeah, he paints the picture differently, and even when he was on TV with CBS and TNN and during that time, it was a different it was a different thing. So, yeah, there goes y'all radio history lesson from the MRN side. Obviously, there's also PRN who covers the remainder of the races during the season that are not NASCAR on track. So, they will be on for Atlanta for the Cup race and the Xfinity race. Yeah. And the truck race will be on MRN. So, you'll be able to hear it on radio as well. But, yeah, it's a... Different world, and I'm excited. I'm excited when I hear that because I really do enjoy the radio side. because <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to it when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they definitely made me w- wish I would have bought a ticket and gone to Phoenix. That's for sure. Let let's let's talk about Phoenix, bud. Let let's let's go ahead and get into some NASCAR talk here, Kenny. I mean, let's uh, jump right into it. And by all means, I you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. The, the 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 top three should tell you everything right there yeah yeah and and you know we we talked about this actually yesterday kenny when i what after the race was over and chase briscoe won, won that race i i immediately hit you up and i was like wowza
1: <laughs> and the first hey listen thing this is i was, promise y'all yeah he, he he actually said this too this wasn't like some scripted thing like he literally said this to me i got it in text <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. And it, but, but, you know, it was, it, it's, it's so crazy because look, look at the top three and, and I'll let you go ahead and, and, and run down the top 10. So, so go ahead and, and run down the top 10 and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk more.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head before I even got to it. It's just that that top three prior to obviously Chase Briscoe winning that whole top three has not had a, a win in the cup series. So that was going to be the guarantee of getting a new winner and. That was kind of cool, and obviously this car has brought things a little bit closer and has put the you know, the skill back in the driver's hand more so than anything. But, yeah, the top 10 at Phoenix was Chase Briscoe, who won, and he actually became the 200th different winner in the NASCAR Cup Series. Yeah. So he is etched there in history as a 200th winner, and Cup Series history has been different, which is kind of crazy when you think about the 70-plus years of the sport. He is one of those names that is fortunate enough – to have claimed a win in the cup series. So that's pretty, that's pretty big for him. And obviously he came from the Xfinity series and he's was going to do great. I felt like. And obviously he was last yeah. year's rookie of the year as well. It was just a matter of timing. And I think that's also a good sign for Stuart Haas racing as well, given the circumstance that Kevin Harvick is usually the one people are leaning on. It's good to see the youth, if anything, in Chase Briscoe get a win like that and definitely a deserving guy for sure. Like he's worked extremely hard all the way through his career in in the trucks and Xfinity. He rose the ranks legitimately and that's an early playoff birth for SHR. And that's pretty huge, but yeah, super amazing for him and super excited for him and his camp. But in second Ross Chastain, which again, track house with another strong finish Tyler Reddick, who also came in third has been hunting for that first win. He has came so close quite a few times in this early goings of the season. Auto Club, if he just didn't have that issue with a tire, he definitely was going to be in contention to run away with that one. Ryan Blaney, he had a hell of a day. He yeah, led sure over. A a, he, he led 134 laps, but that just didn't do it for him, unfortunately. The domination just wasn't there. I can't remember if it was a pit stop that caused their issue and why they missed out, but I know Chase Briscoe, that last stop for them paid hey, Big dividends for them, and they took advantage of it. But, yeah, just unfortunate for Ryan is um he's showing really, really good pace early on here. Fifth was Kurt Busch, a solid day for him. Kevin Harvey came home in sixth, who almost would have got his tenth win at Phoenix this weekend. But he'll have to wait until November to see if that will happen again. Kyle Busch came home in seventh. Joey Logano came home in eighth. Daniel Suarez in the ninth. He actually wasn't going to finish at ninth at first until him, Kyle <laughs> Bush, night. and Austin Dillon got into a little bit of a tangle. Austin Dillon, unfortunately, was on the bad end of that one, and he backed it into the wall, but that's unfortunate for him. And to round out the top 10, RFK. I have to say, get used to saying that as well. Chris Busher came home in 10th, so that's your top 10. Man, wow. West Coast swing is done. It's over. So Yeah. And we got quite a finish to that. We got quite a finish to close that West Coast swing out this season. And, man, Chase Briscoe, he did the damn thing on that last restart, and he held on to it.
0: Yeah, you know what? Going back to Ryan and Blaney real quick, talking about having a hell of a day, man. You know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. At one point – I was thinking to myself, okay, you know what, Ryan Blaney should win this, and I know anything can happen. I I kind of already had it in my head, you know, while I was listening to it, just going, okay, Ryan Blaney should probably win this. I go, okay, and I I go, that's cool. I I, I can, you know, I can see that playing out, but not in a million years that I think Chase Briscoe and Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick would have had a chance to win that because are are much less. I I figured one of them. Was probably going to come in the top three, at, or, or maybe at least top five. At least I was like, okay, man, that all right, that's that's still good. I, I can see that, but man, that the one, two, and three like that, and 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 I remember us talking yesterday, Kenny, after the race was over, and and I am in complete agreement. Tyler Reddick is going to win one before this year is out. That's for sure. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, and and don't be surprised if you know old Ross the Boss Chastain don't don't, don't win one either because that's that's exactly the the year we're headed in right now.
1: Yeah, no, I'm telling you, and I mean it was just a, and honestly, I think it was a fair shot at either Ryan or Chase winning it. Obviously, Ryan led. 143 chase briscoe led 101 laps like he was on it the entire day so you know kudos to him and that team because they really they really took care of business and they led those (laughs) last 24 laps i mean i i knew he had pace but man he really held on to it and i thought that restart might have screwed his chances at that because obviously at phoenix the restarts are five six wide going into the dog leg but he had enough strength, and like I said, he held off and a great pit stop at the end by that fourteen crew, and well, they made a they made a great move. It was great. I,
0: I'll, I'll tell you what else he held on to was that 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 checkered flag. He he's probably going to sleep with it for the rest, at least for the rest of the month.
1: <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, I would too, man. Because like you got to think about it, like it is so hard to win in the Cup Series. Like it's difficult, man. Like it is not easy. Like and you don't know when your next one's coming. Like. No matter how good you are, you just have no idea when that next win is coming. So you got to soak it up. You got to enjoy it. But, yeah, man, he he did his thing.
0: Even 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 the, the guys on the radio and even the guys in the booth, I heard him say, uh, you know, differently that it it, it, it he's he, they did mention that he was a 200 different winner. And it was like, that's how hard it is to to win at this level. Exactly. And you know what? They couldn't have put it in a in a in a better way myself. And I, I, I'll i be honest with you. I'm so happy for this kid. I mean, you want to talk about a story. You know, Kenny, that, that's why I was saying I, I, I was so excited to do this particular podcast just because of just because of Chase Briscoe winning and and the story behind him and, and then just the top three itself. I mean, talk about a story. It, it, Chase Briscoe, you know, he grew up, you know, and in, in watching and idolizing, you know, Tony Stewart. And then he gets to drive the car and then he wins. It's just it's just a feel good story and to watch him win. To hold on to that that flag the way he was just like you knew he was probably going to spend the night with that flag, <laughs> 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 and he wasn't going to let it go at least at least till the next race that's for sure.
1: Yeah, nah, for sure, and yes, it's it was picture perfect, and also getting that done in the fourteen car, which is you know crazy, but yeah, you know, an Indiana kid literally living his dream out in this you know in the premier stock car series in America with a dirt background for him as well, just like Tony and. You know, he rose to the ranks and he's been a very solid driver like throughout his entire career. He's now a technically speaking, I think they still call it this, but he's officially a triple crown winner because he's won one race in every single series in the top three series in NASCAR. So with that, that isn't his name in that, which um, is very difficult to do as well. I mean, he really had some very solid moments when he was in Xfinity and I really thought automatically that like, he was going to be pretty special if given the right amount of time and the right equipment he'll be really really special I mean his 2020 season uh, was incredible in Xfinity he had nine wins 16 top fives 22 top tens I mean he almost won the championship as well that year he he ran well like he ran incredibly well that year and I'm and quite frankly I would have thought he won it but you know things don't always pan out that way with the uh, championship format sometimes so right. sometimes you can have a great year and At the end of it, if you don't finish in Phoenix, then, you know, that's it. But, hey, you know, sometimes those things happen. But now he's in cup. He's got his first win. And always when you get that first one, it always makes a difference, I feel like. Once a driver gets it, they usually go on to – it just starts to snowball. Like when Chase Elliott got his first win in 2018 at Watkins Glen – everything started to snowball because at first we thought there was going to be a problem with him or at least a lot of people did initially yeah because and he, was he wasn't really doing as well the yeah
0: like he was there and then he just couldn't finish
1: yeah he would be great in moments and same thing with kyle larson when he was coming up with at ganassi like he would finish up up top all the time but just couldn't finish a race but then he finally got his win everything just started to snowball so again like i said that first win makes a A big deal and great day for Stuart Haas. I mean, this is a really good sign for them. So it'll be interesting to see what the remainder of that team does with Eric Amarola in his final season. Kevin Harvick, obviously, we don't know how long he's going to stay. Cole Custer, hopefully he can chop off another win after getting it one at Kentucky. But, yeah, we'll see uh, how that pans out for him. But, you know, Renee, it was a race that was very calm, and yeah. I think you seeing it from the or hearing it, so to speak, from the radio perspective, was going to be very different. They call it very differently for obvious reasons, but yeah, you know, it was a very calm Phoenix. Like not a lot happened. Obviously, a couple cars wrecked out. Like Martin Truex Jimmy wrecked out after a tire went down and coming back to the start finish line. But yeah, it was very relaxed all the way up until that you know restart there. Once that restart happened, it was kind of wild, but. Yeah, a uh, very not dramatic finish, so to speak. But Chase Briscoe definitely earned that one for sure. But what do you think about the race? Well, you
0: know what? Like I said, it was painted so differently as you, as I'm listening to it. You know, dri- dri- driving back home. But you know, it it definitely gives you a a, a different feel and a, a different m- m- mentality about how the race is going. But you know, when you're listening to it on the radio, there's just so much more energy. Whereas the guys in the in the booth are 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 kind of watching it almost like a, like a fan kind of uh, way. And which is completely fine. Like, like what, just what we were talking about. It's completely fine. But Kenny, I, I, I'm just, you know, the one thing that, that, that I did like, not just the, and not just talking about the end of the race, but I love the fact that, that, that it ended the way that it did, because you know what I hope Kenny is that. I hope that with Chase Briscoe winning Tyler Reddick up there, and whatchamacallit call it? Ross Chastain up there as well you know, I really hope that this is kind of like a turning point for this sport, and it really brings in, it starts to bring in a a, a whole new audience, not, and, and I don't mean in any other particular way of just, I could care less if if, if, if they're older or younger or what, but I really hope that, that, that these young guys continue to help bring this sport another level than what it already is, I mean, you know, it, it does have a great fan base already, but I hope that, that these guys are able to bring even a more of an awesome fan base than it already has
1: yeah no for sure and i think that's like really the story of so far with this next gen car it's obviously a very different car you know we're talking cars with a sequential gearbox you can have your mirror be digital and all these different you know things for technology's sake but yeah it's a well you know what? different
0: right but, but but kenny in your in your opinion do, do, do you think these do you think the drivers are are becoming more comfortable with with this new car or do you think they're still trying to get adjusted to to a certain extent i think some of them are kind of getting getting used to it and, and i think some of them are still kind of working things out
1: Yeah, I think that is correct, and I think a few of them have said the same thing, that obviously that it's different. It's not necessarily the same traditional car that quite a few folks have grown up on. You could say like your Denny Hamlins, your Brad Keselowski's, Joey Logano's, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick's. Those drivers know like how different these cars are, and obviously even some of the younger guys do too. This is completely different from last year, and obviously with that, it's going to take some time for these drivers to get comfortable. It's not going to be so simple. And that's good. I'm I'm glad it's not like that. Like I, at auto club when cars are wrecking in practice, that's I know people are like, "Well, you're looking for the crashes." No, hell no. I'm not looking for the crashes. That's not what I've that's not what I, I've watched this sport for 20 plus years for. I don't I don't watch for that. Um, right. You know, I watch for obviously the competition itself and what actually happens on the track as far as the racing itself. But yes, I think what's going to happen is throughout now through probably I always benchmark the Coke 600 as a halfway mark, even though it may not physically be the halfway mark. As we go into the summertime, that's when you'll start to figure out and you'll start to see who are the real players with this new car. You'll you'll definitely be able to tell by this point. And I'm really intrigued to see once we get to Charlotte for the 600, how good will that race be? Wow, that's one. That's one that's on my calendar. with a little bullet point on it just a note because the thing about it is if i'm being quite frank like the 600 has been frankly quite a bit of a dud when it comes to the racing it's just a very long race like it is an incredibly long and grueling race and just the way the track has kind of changed over the years hasn't really played it to any benefit nor when the package was what it was at that time it just was not really giving out what it should have been giving to um race fans personally i'll say that but okay, yeah, yeah i think with i think with this i mean look at las vegas las vegas if historically there's probably a couple of races i can remember at las vegas and that one we had two weeks ago was fantastic now i have seen that race in 1998 and that race was dog water it was terrible <laughs> and again That that is when that track was completely flat. Right now, it's got banking and all that good stuff. And it was it was a two weeks ago. Like it was a great race. Like I enjoyed it thoroughly. But hopefully, as we continue to you know move throughout the season, like you said, the different winners are definitely going to play a role. Obviously, you see someone that's a young guy that you might not know about. They might have some crazy celebration that goes viral, and they might remember it. You know, like even in Scott McLaughlin, he. Won his first Indy car race in St. Petersburg and he hopped out the, out the car. But when he hopped back, he fell down and that hit Sports Center top 10 immediately. You know, like it's things, it's just little things like that. It was funny. Shout out my guy Scotty though. I've been rocking with him since he was in a Volvo oh, in Australia, you know? And so like it's, it's things like that that'll continue to be better. And again, the on track product also is going to help a lot. If I can know if I can sit down and I can watch a race and these drivers can pass each other and they can race each other pretty hard without, you know, obviously not being able to pass one another then i think we have solved the big problem that's you know been pretty apparent but i'm so far i'm a big fan of the next gen car like i am a a really big fan of it it is put on a show that's the nascar i grew up on so not necessarily with the sequential gearboxes but overall just yeah giving it back to the drivers and it sound like a broken damn record but i'm serious yeah give it back in there put it back in their hands and let them run and, and, and that's some, how you get moments like Tyler Reddick and Chase Briscoe, literally.
0: Yeah. And, and, and somebody else who's, who's going to have to get, start to get used to the, to the next gen car. You, you know, hopefully he's, he's been practicing a little bit. Greg Tiffle <laughs> returns to Atlanta.
1: Yeah, so he'll be back for Atlanta again. I don't know how many more races NY Racing is running. According to the according to the entry list for right now, as of today, they are going to be running a car with Stillman College, actually, which is HBCU. So there'll be another HBCU centric car, which is really dope and a familiar foe at one point in the SIAC and Division Two basketball. Because if y'all don't know. I went to Tuskegee. We used to play Stillman all the time. So, yeah, um, that's familiar to me, which is a good thing. And I think also on top of that, when you're talking about bringing in new fans and getting people attracted, that happening there, like, as, you know, from Stillman College where that's at and then Atlanta, I think that's a pretty dope thing. You know, I, yeah. I think things like that matter. I mean – I had someone who was a fan I know someone who was, it went to FAMU and they were excited when they saw the FAMU car. Same thing with Grambling. Even when Denny Hamlin had Jackson state on his car, even though I didn't go to Jackson state, my homie Dontre did, that's right, you know? Dude, wow. So that, yeah, you know, right it's, there, it's, it's dope. Like I like seeing stuff like this. So I don't know if we're going to get a Tuskegee car, but that'd be dope. You know, I lose my mind. I still think ultimately <laughs> seeing things like that are really cool. And you know, real, it's really dope to also see another African-American owner in the sport and being able to actually compete at the top level. So Yeah, it's it's pretty dope in itself, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Greg Biffle takes on Atlanta. Now, Renee, speaking of Atlanta, have you, or I'll say, how do you feel about it? Because this track is completely redone. It's it's a new beast it's damn near a super speedway at this point it looks crazy i don't even know what to expect
0: well i don't know what to expect either but i'll i'll tell you this kenny this was one talk about uh, having circled uh, on your calendar this is definitely one track that i had circled on my calendar because i couldn't wait and and i knew it was redone and i knew it was going to be a beast and I, I'm actually, I'm actually really looking forward to, to see how this plays out in Atlanta. You know, I, I don't know what you're, well, obviously I, I kind of get an idea of what your, your feel might be on it, but it's, um, it's just one of these things where like, I don't think we're going to be disappointed one bit, Kenny. I, I honestly believe that. And, and, and just based on what we just saw unfold at Phoenix, and I don't I don't want to try to get into predictions just yet, but <laughs> I mean I can I'm gonna be honest with you, I can already kind of just uh, you know imagine like you know what the outcome will be but i, I guarantee you this we I think we should definitely see a, a good race coming up in Atlanta.
1: yeah, it's gonna be a world of different if you guys have not seen the new Atlanta, but it it is just like I'm trying to think of how to say it honestly. and if if as a kid, You know, you're in class, and if you're a racing fan, obviously, you know, you might draw something that looks like a racetrack, or you might draw something that looks like a race car, and it obviously doesn't look like anything that you would have ever thought it was going to end up being, but, you know, (laughs) now we're talking in the corners. It is 28 degrees of banking, 28 degrees, if you don't know what it was formerly, it was 24 degrees, so... It is going to be crazy. Like it, it is going to be nuts. I mean, the front stretch is 61 feet wide. Like it is, it is insane. Like it, it is really going to be something else. Like I have no idea how to feel about it. Obviously it's going to be something we've never actually seen, but. This is this is going to go for my people who have been around like sim racing for Lord knows when, including myself. But NASCAR racing 2003, like Coca-Cola Super Speedway, which is also in iRacing today under a different name for licensing reasons and reasonings. But, yo, that is almost like what I think of it because it's going to be nuts. Like, I can't even give you an expectation of what to see because there's been nothing out there. You can see it on a sim. But a sim is a sim, and seeing it in real life is going to be different. And you know, I'm intrigued with what we will see in Atlanta. But yeah. man, it's going to be nuts. And I mean, we have a pretty solid section of tracks coming up on the schedule. I mean, it is going to be yeah, we pretty jam packed from now going into this. You know, going into <laughs> the actual spring, whenever it actually comes. But you know, Atlanta this upcoming weekend, Circuit of the Americas, then Richmond, Martinsville, and Bristol. So we've got some pretty good tracks and bristol is on easter sunday night so yeah. that's gonna be something else but yeah we've got a pretty solid selection of tracks coming up so well yeah um i tell you what if you know
0: what with uh, unless you got something else that you want to throw in kenny we can go straight to uh, some predictions here in atlanta or there in yeah
1: I, yeah i think that's all i've got man i'm yeah. glad you were excited i'm glad you're excited for the this past <laughs> race and Hell, I can't wait to see what we say next week for Atlanta's sake and what happens there. Yeah, I hear you. Same.
0: All right, well, Kenny,
1: let's get into
0: some predictions. It's time for race predictions. Who you got, my brother?
1: Man, man, oh, man. <laughs> Atlanta,
0: man, man, I on I'm ready for this.
1: <laughs> Atlanta, I can't. I can't even say you what I normally do. Like in the past couple years, I'm usually saying the same thing. Look, the tra- the track is abrasive. It's going to be hard on tires. Harvick is probably going to be a man to pick, but this year we got fresh asphalt. Legitimately, it's all fresh. It is jet black. Like it is jet black. Like your favorite girl's hair, right? Yeah. It's that's what that's what it looks <laughs> like, right? And so, <laughs> hey, listen. Here's what I got. I'm just going to pick from some of the better Super Speedway racers. That's going to be my guess for right now because I have yeah. no idea how it's going to look. So I'm going with Denny Hamlin as my main pick. He's one of the better ones for sure. And then for my alternative pick, I am actually going to go with Chase Elliott to get it done at home in Georgia. Surprisingly, oh, wow. right? So those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. What say you, Rene?
0: All right. Well... I want to pick one of these one of these youngsters. To be honest with you, that's how that's how excited I am. Not just for Atlanta. That's not uh, just because I'm excited that you know for this past race, but I'm also going to go with a veteran to 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 be the you know to be the 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 main winner here or to be the main. Why do I keep thinking I'm in Atlanta? Maybe because I want to be in Atlanta. (laughs) Uh, I've been I've been you know what for the longest, Kenny. I've been trying to get out to Atlanta just for just to do shows. And it's been so tough to try to get out there. So I think because I want to go to Atlanta so bad, I keep thinking that I'm actually in Atlanta. <laughs> Man. Oh well, so here we go. I'm actually gonna go with a an older veteran driver myself and to believe it or not I'm actually going to go with I'm going to go out of my way and I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick on this one. I you know what? I it, out of all the 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 older veterans that are that are out there, the one that I think that 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 probably could pull a rabbit out of his hat and 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 take that win home is Kevin Harvick. I got a good feeling about Kevin of this coming weekend. But to, but but my honest opinion here as far as my alternative pick um wow, boy, this is going to be tough because I kind of want to go with one of these other guys. But it's just like one of these things where you just kind of go out. Ah, you know what? This guy could probably win it too. I'm, I'm going to go with, you know what? Screw this. All right. I'm going to go with a veteran guy, an older veteran guy. And then I'm going to go with a younger guy. And I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with Tyler Reddick, man. I'm gonna say Tyler Reddick gets it. Oh, Reddick. okay. I'm gonna okay. go with Tyler Reddick. Get, I'm calling it right now, Kenny. I'm going with Tyler Reddick to win it as my alternative pick in in Atlanta. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with with uh, Kevin Harvick as my main winner. Those are my picks, and I'm sticking with him, Kenny. What say you, fans of Alternates No Breaks? If you got uh, somebody that you think is gonna win, if you got a got a, an idea of who you think is gonna be an alternative pick winner, please let us know on our social media across the board. Board. that's at turns no breaks that's at turns no breaks across the board on our social media please hit us up once again as well if you know anybody that likes nascar just as much as you do just as much as me and kenny do please turn them on to uh all turns no breaks we certainly appreciate any feedback that we get from you guys and all of you guys that listen to all turns no breaks to begin with we certainly appreciate your support don't forget baseball is back we can start hating the astros again yes sir yes. bang bang the trash cans <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you other than nascar i'm really thankful that we are gonna get baseball back kenny and i know there's there's a lot of people who really don't like baseball well there's a lot of people who don't like nascar either but you know what we're, we're hoping that the, ter- the tide will turn but with that being said for myself for kenny and uh, all of our fans here at all turns no breaks we'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns. And no breaks.
1: Hey uh, stay hydrated, but since the MLB is coming back, go Mets, baby. It's all about the Mets, baby. <laughs> Man, y'all got a good team too. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in.